Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Movios Podcast. This podcast is a little different for me. What I'm feeling right now is completely different than what I felt with the prior podcast. What I've learned since the prior podcast is that my cousin Kenny passed away. Thanks to um, my cousin Cece had uh, posted that as her Facebook status and that's how I learned about it and also today one of my aunts who I love very dearly who have passed away today is her birthday so it's April 28th I'm recording this but you guys will be hearing this April 29th which is my birthday so my aunt Laverne was a fun person She's all around fun. She was all about making sure that she had a good time and everyone around her had a good time. She was loud. She was very outgoing. She wanted to make sure that her sense of humor got around. She was all about her money. She was just someone who we love, who we adored. But one night she had seizures is my understanding how it went and when she had that seizure she never came back from it It hurts it hurts to think about it granted we all die eventually but it just hurt to see her like that someone who's always been so full of life someone who's always been so outgoing on to the next topic my birthday Today is my birthday, and one thing that I wanted more than anything, one thing I thought would have been very interesting, given the situation that we're going through, would have been nice to just have a group call, a group chat with all of my partners, a video chat, just to have a good conversation, all of them saying happy birthday to me, will warm my heart. I didn't tell any of them because I don't want to put that pressure on them. Not yet. Still early for some of those partners. Some of them are going through their own thing. And the situation that we're having right now is hard on everyone mentally. And it's fine. I don't need that right now. You know, it's not necessary. I'll talk to each of them individually. And I care about them very, very much. So it's fine. So, in the past couple of days, one thing that I've learned that I was very, very excited about is my favorite podcast is actually still active. They had changed around the format. They're no longer recording at the place that they were recording at. They're doing it from their individual house, and that is the Joe Button Podcast. Oh, man, it was a relief to hear their point of views on these battles that are going on with the DJs to hear their point of views on the music that's been going on to hear them joke about relationship stuff and dating friends ex and things like that which I'll get into eventually not right now I feel like that's a topic where it's fun to have a guest to talk about also another thing that has been circulating thing that has been giving me life is this last dance documentary oh man espn you guys timed that perfectly 
to release that. For those of you who don't know, the Last Dance documentary is something that airs Sundays on ESPN, and it's about the last run of the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. The season that they had their sixth championship, Michael Jordan does what he does when it comes to basketball, and no one does better. And he expects to win every time. And if he didn't expect to win, then Michael Jordan wouldn't be Michael Jordan. He would be, I don't know, a Randy Moss, someone who walks off whenever his team isn't doing well, or someone who whines and makes excuses. He doesn't. He does his thing, and he plays hard. Now, at first... I was looking at it and I was just like, oh, okay, this is great. You know, the first episode is going to be about Michael Jordan. Second episode made it look like it was going to be about Scottie Pippen. Third episode made it look like it was going to be about Dennis Rodman. But the first episode, Michael Jordan. Second episode touched on Scottie Pippen, totally on Michael Jordan. Just like, why is this not focusing on more of the individual bulls? Like, that's just... It's upsetting. I don't want, you know, a full Michael Jordan documentary. There's a lot of them. There are tons of Michael Jordan documentaries. Let's hear about Scottie Pippen. I mean, it gives us a little bit about Scottie Pippen. Then the next one goes on to Dennis Rodman, which I like the Dennis Rodman portion because it goes a little bit on Dennis Rodman. It goes to Jordan again, which, (sighs) come on, but... It goes back to Dennis Rodman, and then it kicks off episode four on Dennis Rodman and some of the stuff that happened when he went to Vegas. So if you remember during that time when Dennis Rodman went to Vegas, he got married. He was only supposed to be gone for 48 hours. He goes out to Las Vegas, and he has this whole wild party thing, and he gets married insane but the whole documentary is very entertaining it talks about some stuff that i didn't know as a young fan to be perfectly honest with you i was from age 10 until i want to say 16 17 19 whatever around those times i didn't really care about front office stuff but it talked about the front office stuff that went on between Jerry Krause and Phil Jackson, which was very, very interesting to learn all of the turmoil that they had between each other. It was nice for me to learn that even with the success that they had, they still had battles between themselves. They still had battles with each other. And episode five previews are pretty much pointing towards a little trouble with Horace Grant so I myself will definitely be tuned in to check that out love the Chicago Bulls back then and like everyone else in the world I wanted to be like Michael Jordan had not even a fraction of the skill but like everyone else like Mike if I could be like Mike is what they were saying another thing that's been on my mind throughout this whole situation I'm working I am still working I am on my job it frustrates me when I see people try to take advantage or abuse things because of it what 
do I mean? Well, there's one person who I actually knew prior to getting this job who's actually staying at my place of work. And what she did was once she learned that Pennsylvania has this whole thing where you can't put a person out during these times, she told this place that she's not paying. She's refusing to pay, which is a shame because the whole staff was starting to get used to her. The whole staff was starting to really like her and they dropped her rate to the employee rate. So her being an ass like she is, like the only thing that that's going to do is burn a bridge, is going to leave a sour taste in our mouth. And the just as soon as this whole thing is lifted, they just want to boot her out. And it's a shame because she did this to herself. If you can pay, then pay. If you can pay your bills, pay your bills. Because if you don't, they're just stacking on top of each other. And on top of that, you're making yourself look bad. Now, if you can't pay it, it's understandable. Because, you know, a lot of people are losing their jobs. And it's hard to get unemployment for some people because they are small business owners. Or they are self-employed. And that I understand. But listen, you shouldn't be going out and shopping or you shouldn't be ordering things online if you are not paying your bills. That's my opinion. That's just a responsibility because you don't want that to stack up on you. At least if you can afford your bills, then you shouldn't be out shopping and spending money that should be going to bills on something else. The joke when I was back in my 20s, I shouldn't be out spending money on bottle service if that money has to go towards rent. I shouldn't be giving it to, you know, someone in the club if it has to go towards my food. And because what am I going to do? And that's just a responsibility that a lot of us are just neglecting. Like I said, there are some people who have situations who that money that came in wasn't enough. is isn't enough to pay for bills or maybe they didn't have money come in. And that I totally understand. Do what you have to make whatever arrangements and don't pay but this person is ordering from amazon this person is ordering from various clothing outlets and i'm sitting here like why like why are you doing this you do know that we can see this right just ridiculous then another guest who they were cool not a problem or anything like that but they were behind on paying for their room not a problem you know just make sure you get a pee well they went behind a few days so general manager was like okay listen you guys now have to put down incidental fee and you guys also have to pay you know the amount that's left over the amount that you owe for that night and the next night and they were just like no i'm not gonna pay all of that so what did they decide to do they called the emergency police number which they called it on our phone so i could see that they were calling it so what i did was i called the non-emergency police and the police had to be mediators like that's ridiculous that's not their job or maybe that is their job but they just had to sit there like i hate the fact that i had to call the police for these people for nothing for something that's not an emergency that's not important and granted i called the non-emergency number but there are other things that they could be working on but I had to bring them in 
to babysit. And that is ridiculous. Like, we're grown-ups. Just pay for the stuff that you gotta pay for. That's all. It's not hard, especially if you have the money. And what did they do just as soon as the police got here? But once everything was explained, they paid everything that they were supposed to pay. Why waste everyone's time? Why do that? It's ridiculous. Another thing that I've been getting into are the various video games. Haven't come across very much music that I've been getting into, so I've been playing various video games. And I have to say, in the past 24 hours, I discovered a game called Deceit. It's a free-to-play game, it's on Steam, and the key to this game there's, is you pretty much have to lie to everyone who's playing if you're infected. There's six people, two of those six people are infected, and the other four are not. The purpose of the two infected are to deceive everyone and kill the four that are not infected. The four that are infected have to go from room to room, have to open up doors, grab fuses when the light go out, and they also have to identify the two infected because the two infected are sabotaging everything that they do. I found this game and immediately fell in love. I'm like constantly yelling, hey, someone's always doing this. And like just keeping an eye on everything when I'm not infected and when I am the infected, I am lying my ass off, which is hilarious. So far, I've been playing only for maybe two hours. However, I haven't lost as infected. And on top of that, doing pretty well as a regular survivor, which I don't know if that is very good for me. I guess that says that I am a pretty good liar. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. Anyway, it's a really good game. I feel that uh, all my friends should be playing it. And there's a game that I was playing with, um, with some of my friends just before this whole thing started where it was a card game. Everyone's dealt a card and someone is a werewolf. I wish for the life of me I could remember the name of it. But the werewolves have to knock off each of the villagers who are there. And the villagers have to vote on who they think the werewolf is. Which I thought was a great game. I thought it was a fun game. It's all about building trust. And all about you know deceiving people. And that's exactly what this is. This, is, this game Deceit is pretty much that game but the pc first person shooter version so definitely check that out again like i said it's free to play there's no real reason not to play it unless your computer can't run it or you're just not a gamer because it's it's fun it's fun it give you a good laugh whether you play it with strangers or play it with people who you know so what exactly do i want for my birthday i want this situation to be over the end of next month i had tickets for the roots picnic it would have been the second year in a row uh last year when i went it was fun experience seeing her seeing the joe button podcast seeing yasin bay seeing just a lot of different entertainers very good very fun festival this year we're supposed to be more people who i mean right now i'm drawing a blank but it was supposed to be nice. You know, I spent $100 per ticket for the three tickets. I didn't do the early bird thing. So, my bad. But I did get insurance on the tickets. So, that money is going to come back. It's sad. 
that this festival is going to end up being canceled. But it's all about the safety. It's all about the safety of everyone. And I enjoy the Roots Picnic every year that I've gone. So I'm definitely looking forward to whenever that opens up. Also, um, I had tickets to Alana's Morissette, who was supposed to come in June. And that would have been a nice experience because I've never seen Alana's live. Uh, Alana's had garbage and someone else with her. I can't remember who. Oh, well, but had tickets for that, which have to see if I can get in on that whenever it's postponed for. I am definitely going to miss going to these concerts. I'm also going to not feel too great about the change that it will cause. I mean, movie theaters are not going to be the same. People are not going to be social in the bars like they are or like they were prior to this. The good thing that is going to come out of this, people are going to be more aware of personal space. People are going to just be more aware in general because you can't go through something like this and not change. People are going to be more conscious of how they wash their hands or if they're around other people, how they wash their hands. People are definitely going to interact differently because of this whole thing. And the thing that I want for my birthday is just to have the interactions with my friends because I miss them. I miss chatting with them. I miss being able to hug them, you know, hugging your friends. It just releases endorphins and it makes you feel so good. And not being able to be around my friends and smile with my friends and laugh with my friends and hug my friends is just not a world that I really want to live in. And I understand the reasoning. I mean, it's not safe, but man, do I miss them. I also want to be able to go around certain family members and my immunocompromised friends. I can't go and see my grandmother. She'll be 91 this year, and I can't go visit her because if I'm an asymptomatic carrier, especially with me still working, then that could be dangerous for her, and that really bothers me. I don't want to be responsible for my grandmother, who's very up in age, to pass away. That's just not what I want, so keeping my distance. And granted, I don't interact with my family like I should. I recognize that. I just want to move forward. Uh, the positives that have come out of this whole situation now have a better connection with my son or somewhat better connection with my son my nesting partner and i are definitely getting along better we're trying out new recipes we're spending more time together we're watching shows together my other partners and i are still trying to communicate with each other which so far is going pretty well i know one of them listened to this podcast so i'm very grateful for that thank you for your support but it would be nice to just have a social gathering i miss them so this is episode five about halfway through where I want to be before I change everything over, before I submit this podcast to bigger companies and not do just the company that posts my podcast on their webpage. I'm going to branch out after episode eight or nine and start submitting it to podcast 
companies like Apple and Spotify. <laughs> nervous about that. Very nervous. But so far, I'm feeling comfortable. I'm feeling good. And hopefully I'll have more guests. Hopefully I'll have someone who will have a decent conversation and not veer off too much because editing podcasts is... Not what I expected. Things that I've learned like takes about an hour and a half to two hours to edit 20 minutes to 30 minutes of a podcast, which means that you have to listen to your voice. And if you don't like your voice, that means you got to really, really turn that switch off. But this is a fun experience. This is a nice experience. And overall, I'm doing this for me. And I'm glad that everyone who listened to it listened to it. I'm glad that I was able to do this. This is something that I had my eye on for a few years. Something that I wanted to do. And once my title for my podcast were taken, and then taken again, and then taken again, I was just like, the hell with it. I'm making my own word. And then moving forward with that and this whole process so far has actually been a fairly decent experience so i'm grateful that everything is working out how it's working i would just like to thank everyone who helped me and supported me up to this point and thank you for listening and a new episode will be available uh wednesday of next week so thank you again for listening to the muvios podcast this is episode five and everyone just stay safe out there stay protected guard your guard yourself go out if needed don't put anyone in unnecessary danger not yourself not your family and definitely not the workers who are out there love you guys this episode of muvio's podcast has been created recorded produced and edited by keith small you can reach the podcast via muvio's facebook and twitter pages thank you for listening and i'll see you next week